Welcome to the Tuning In Podcast, where we talk alignment, intuition, and our internal guidance system. We cover woo-woo topics in an approachable and practical way. I'm your host, Dana Evans of Alignful.com. Hello, and welcome to another week of the Tuning In Podcast. I am so proud because I'm actually recording this early this week. It is the, I don't know the date. Oh, it's the 12th of December. Also really aligned. This is 12-12 and it's the last full moon of the year and of the decade as people keep sharing. Full moon is a really good time to look at what you've been trying or desiring to manifest and release what is no longer serving you. So I've been doing a lot of journaling and writing and contemplating both because of the full moon, but also because it's that time of year, which is actually what we will be talking about on this week's episode of the podcast. So I won't keep you. I'll be out of town this weekend enjoying a little mountain time and a little time to rest and reflect. So this podcast will come out and I will see you then. Without further ado, here's this week's episode. Happy Woo Woo Wednesday! It is Wednesday when you are listening to this, but I am recording on Thursday and it is the full moon. And this is not planned. I decided to be early ahead of schedule for this podcast and I wanted to talk about going inward, pausing, and reflection this time of year. And it just so happens that I'm recording this for you during the full moon, which is 100% absolutely a perfect time for going inward, rest, and reflection, and really capitalizing on that restorative energy. So I have been in the last couple of months, and I'm so curious if you are experiencing this as well. But I've hit a bit of a slowdown in terms of my desire to send energy outward. I spend my time and my days a lot alone. I obviously record this podcast. I write my weekly newsletter. I've been working on my Align in 5 membership, which opened last week. Have you joined yet? Please join me, alignful.com forward slash join. But despite all of that, energetically, I have felt very drawn toward the retreat, very drawn toward going inward. And it's interesting because this time of year, especially if you're in an area where it gets cold or if you have time change like we do in Colorado, We don't have as many hours of daylight. In fact, the sun starts to set around 4.30 here. And a lot of people complain about this time of year. 
I know there's a lot of seasonal depression that happens and it's a massive shift of energy from summer, from the high vibe outward expansion of energy. But here's my perspective and one that I invite you to adopt if it feels aligned as well. We can't go all the time. Have you tried? I know I have. And what happens? You end up burning out. So if our life was constant expansion of outward energy, we wouldn't be able to sustain that. I know for my summer buffs, there is a sense of loss, which may even lead to some of the seasonal depression, at losing the extended hours of summer and the warmth and all of the abundance that comes with that time of year. But you see, that abundance does not come by accident, for it is in the seeds that we plant during the dark times of year that are coming to fruition in the summer. We can't have the fruition, the abundance, without the pause and the darkness that comes from going inward, pausing, reflecting, planting, and nurturing the seed. Life is very secular. And as individuals, I find it so interesting because human and we are part of this earth and we are part of nature and yet we constantly are trying to defy and outsmart nature have you noticed that we're trying to look for ways that we can work longer smarter we're using drugs to be more productive and yet we're denying ourselves the pause and the introspection that is necessary. Instead of doing more all the time, what happens if we start to cycle with the natural cycles of the moon, the natural cycles of the seasons, and even the natural cycles of our days with our circadian rhythm? We start to find our own rhythm and our own balance, and we're allowing ourselves to release the expectation, the need, the desire to go and do and be busy all the darn time. That's exhausting. And I can't tell you the number of times I've had friends and clients who say, I don't know what's wrong with me, Dana. I don't have energy. And my response is, who says not having energy means there's something wrong with you? What if this is just your body's natural way of signaling to you that it's time to come in from playing outside? It's time, just like in the summer as kids, our parents would bring everyone back into the nest at the end of the day to eat dinner, to take a bath, and to prepare for bed. When we sleep, we restore. I tend to believe that if I'm feeling exhausted, if I'm feeling depleted and tired, instead of what's wrong with me, I'm saying to myself, what do I need to see right now? Because our bodies are so wise. They're so smart. If only we could listen to what they have to say instead of resisting all the time. 
So my offer to you is if you're feeling this time of year, there's a lot of pressure over the holidays to expose ourselves, to go to holiday parties, to go to events and charity dinners and all sorts of things that I'm sure if you're a parent, you have 10 times more (laughs) with kids and school functions. But who says you have to do all of those things? I think it's a bummer that in our society, we've kind of built this energy and expectation around this time of year because all of us naturally are drawn toward retreating, toward hibernation, toward slowing down and reflecting. In fact, this year more than ever, I want to be very protective of my energy. Have you ever had that feeling where you're hesitant to answer phone calls, to reply to text messages, to have meetups, to go to parties because something in you is telling you, be careful where you expend your energy because you're not getting that back. And more so, it's telling me, direct your energy back toward yourself right now. Because it takes energy, it takes time, it takes awareness, and I would even say some effort to go inward, to actually pause, and to reflect. So live in a society, not only is it there's an expectation of doing all the time and an honor badge for being busy, we don't offer or encourage a lot of time for reflection for a pause between cycles, and certainly not for mindful, intentional celebration. I'm following a year-in-review workbook from James Wedmore, who I am a coach for his online community, and I've got to do the work, right? It's bringing up so many questions. And this work is, it's not done in a day. It's, again, not about getting more done faster, but spending this time of year, this whole month, in fact, of considering these questions and considering what it means, what your year has meant, what you want for yourself for next year, what you learned from this year. And this takes time these answers will not come from the mind. They'll come from unearthing them. It's like we have to dig them up in order to see what's actually going on. And we don't allow time for that in our society. Everyone's all gung-ho to make a New Year's resolution of how they're going to be better next year, have a fresh start in 2020, But they do that while also, and let me be clear, I do that while also just kicking aside 2019, like I can't wait for this year to be over. But if we don't honor the completion of the cycle and actually take time to reflect back on the last 12 months, how can we truly know what we want for next year? How can we learn from lessons if we won't spend any time figuring out what those lessons are? 
how can we feel complete and satisfied with the year if we just close the chapter on it without any sort of summary? And this goes way beyond just a year. I mean, this is so valuable for every cycle. I do this with my daily cycle. Interestingly, we're talking about that in January, which is the first month of the Align in 5 membership. We're talking about micro-routines within cycles of our lives, which includes the day. Each day, you can start with an intention and you can end with a reflection. And with that, we're building this secular work into our lives. We're teaching ourselves to contemplate to reflect on a regular basis so that when it comes to the end of the year, or in this case, the end of a decade, we're not overwhelmed and unsure how to actually reflect because we've allowed and encouraged ourselves to do that. I'm reading a book right now by Ezzy Spencer. I'll put a link in the show notes. It's called Lunar Abundance. And It's all about working with the cycles of the moon each month. So the new moon is the time that you set an intention. You get really clear on that. And the full moon is when you review that intention and you release anything that isn't serving you. And there's eight phases of the moon. Each lasts about three to four days. And she has many practices you can do for each phase. None of this takes a lot of time, but It's building awareness, contemplation, and intention around our days, our weeks, our months, and our years. This is the work. I can't tell you how long it's taken me to really understand this, and I believe I'm still understanding it. I teach going inward, journey to self how to find physical, mental, and emotional alignment. Everything, though, comes back to you. I have learned and mastered so many systems and have consumed so much information and sought guidance from so many experts. And yet what I continue to discover is that anything I want to shift, anything that I don't like in my life, any way that I want to grow myself, my business, my relationships, it all starts with me. That is ground zero. That is the foundation. And if you have a shaky foundation, you cannot build a sturdy structure. We're so inspired about what's next and how to be better and how to do the next thing and set goals and what we want. But none of that is valuable if we're not clear on who we are. I shared this quote, I think I've shared it in the last two episodes, and we all can continue to hear it until it really settles in. Wayne Dwyer says, you do not get what you want, you get what you are. You do not get what you want. You get what you are. 
You see, what we are is what creates our results. And if we're constantly in the go cycle, in the outward push cycle of life in summer, we're never pausing to say, who am I? What am I doing? Who am I being? What am I thinking? And what practices and habits do I have on the regular basis that are shaping myself? And do they still serve me? We are creatures of habit. And when we do something once and we make a choice that works for us, our brains are very adverse to making that choice again. This happens often in a work environment or even in relationships. How many times have you asked someone something and they say, well, that's how we've always done it? Oof, that is the worst response (laughs) in my mind (laughs) because you're saying that we made a decision once. This is how we chose to do something and then we're not going to evolve because the decision was made and we don't want to consider it again. But the consideration, that's the reflection. That's the practice of saying, okay, we know we made this decision and it was working. But now, based on the results we have in our life, which is based on who we are being, does this decision still serve us? Does this still make sense? Are we still moving toward the highest good of our company, for our customers, for ourselves, whatever the situation? And I don't know that the questions are hard because I believe that we know the answer within when we tune inward, when we listen to our inner voice, not our inner critic. But people find the answer to be scary because what does it mean to change? What does it mean to change? Because isn't that what we're saying? If you're not happy with the results of this year, or even if you are, but you're looking to shift or grow or expand exponentially next year to do something different, right? We can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. That requires change. And do you know what change requires? Discomfort. (laughs) discomfort. Oh, have we not designed our lives to be super comfortable? And it is a beautiful thing. Look, I'm in sweatpants with fuzzy slippers with a candle and a warm cup of coffee with maple syrup. I'm comfortable. But if we get too comfortable, that means we're not willing to make the changes. We're not willing to even ask the questions because it feels more comfortable to sit in the discomfort of the pain than it is to sit in the discomfort of the unknown, which is where the change lies. Let that sit in for a minute. It is more comfortable to sit in the discomfort of pain than the discomfort of change, the unknown. So I will ask you, 
after this podcast, sit down and give yourself a moment to pause and reflect. You might already be feeling this desire and maybe not allowing yourself to slow down. But what is possible if you do? Start thinking now, what in your life is not quite what you want? Maybe it's your friendships. Oof, I have really created some magical relationships in my life, and I'm very proud and grateful of that. But it wasn't always that way. Do you feel energized when you see your friends, when you talk to them, when they call you, or do you feel drained? What about your relationship with your partner? This can be very tricky because talk about this is the way we've always done things. The longer you're together, the more ways you've had that you've always done things. Challenge yourself to look at your partnership from a new perspective and say, if I had my ideal partnership, what would be a part of it? Who would I be? Got to work on you. And then write some ideas down of what you really would desire and then thoughts on how you could start creating that within your partnership. Maybe it's your job or your business. Again, look at the results. Look at your income. Look at your losses and think, who was I being that brought this on? Was I fearful of stepping out? Was I uncomfortable with being polarizing and speaking my truth? And then, of course, look at your health and yourself. How does your body feel? Do you have pain? Do you have energy? Do you sleep soundly? What thoughts are you thinking about yourself on a regular basis? Are they ones of complaint or are they ones of joy and gratitude? What are you eating? How are you healing and loving on your body? What's your intention behind your practices with your body? How many questions could I ask you? (laughs) How many questions, Dana? But I'm just trying to get your creative juices flowing both in your mind and your heart. Because if we don't give ourselves the time now, when it's dark, when it's cold, when things slow down, we can slow down too. Give yourself permission to say no, to stay inside, to read, to journal, to light a fire, to cook a delicious meal, to sit in silence, to nap, to be with yourself so that all of these questions can start to find answers to themselves from deep within you. You've got to dust off this practice of reflection and pause. Busy is ingrained in us. In fact, it's the easy way to be, but it is not the way that you will get what you want in your life ever. Never, ever, ever. We have to be comfortable in the pause in the downtime, in the silence between cycles. 
we must allow ourselves this gift of reflection and asking questions and then choosing consciously from those answers that come from within so that we can expand and create from the highest versions of ourselves and never feel like we're not hitting what we desire in our lives because we know we're always growing and to grow is to be and that is all we need. That is the place. But in order to have the growth, you must have the pause. The depth that comes from reflection. The satisfaction from bringing and seeing a cycle to completion. Becoming comfortable with being with you in silence, in peace, in love. Thank you so much, friends, for joining me this week. I hope this offered a little insight and sparked your own reflection because ultimately only you can do this for yourself and only you will know the power and value of reflection and pause and rest if you actually practice it with joy and compassion and trust. If you do, let me know Send me a DM on Instagram at Dana underscore Evans. Or if you join my membership, let us know in the comments there. This is valuable work and I know deep down it's something that we can all do. Have a beautiful week and until next time, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Tuning In Podcast. As always, if this would resonate with anyone you know, please share the episode. You can follow along with my journey on Instagram at Dana underscore Evans or find me on my website at alignful.com.